1: Broker, fresh for everyone.
2: The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on Vsin Our
3: number two of a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all proudly brought to you by BetMGM. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. Still to come this hour, Jason Weingarten from under a cloud of smoke. Paul Spore standing by. Talk Major League Baseball. Kelly, before we get to Spore, I want to... It's not often that we stop and, and thank a specific listener, but, uh, you know, some sometimes people are just so unbelievably generous. Joe, uh, some time ago, remember he brought me the the Sviatek tennis card and the, the Sviatek signed ball, and you're just like, wow, thank you so much. Richie in New Jersey stopped by the studio on Friday, and I, want to, uh, I just want to thank him. We have lots of people who stopped by. Um, the studio, you know, to say hello, and we're always flattered because the South Point is not an easy sort of, you know, walk from anywhere. You got to make an effort to come here if you're not staying here. So we're always flattered by. It. But Richie in New Jersey stopped before the before the show on Friday to talk to me. Uh, he just really was. He he loves the show. He loves the network. He wrote a handwritten three page note to it, to us. It would just couldn't have been nicer. And he got us gifts. Uh, one of the gifts, Kelly is proudly just, I just want to show this one gift. It's amazing. It's, it's, from, it's Brent Musburger doll from Rocky Two. Brent was in there. Uh, so, like, that was one of the gifts, and the others were even more generous. So I just want to, again, just shout out Richie in New Jersey, because we are always humbled by anybody who does that. But, it, the, uh, Richie, it does not It is not lost on me the effort you put into all that you sent. So I just wanted to send him a shout out. Uh, Paul Sporer joins us from Austin, Texas. It is the all-star break. Home run derby tonight. All-star game tomorrow night. Great time to sort of talk Major League Baseball and reset headed into the second half of the season. Technically, that's the second half. Sporer joins us now. How you doing, Pauly? Yo, I'm doing well. How about yourself? Doing very well. Do you bet on the home run derby? Do you do you par- partake in that kind of thing?
4: Sometimes. I, sometimes I get in pools I've I've bet on it bet in bet on it on occasion. Uh I don't have anything going this year, but uh yeah, I've I've been known to. I, I love the new format. Ever since the you know started in Cincy, the Todd Fraser one. I, I've enjoyed it quite a bit. I hated it before that. I would turn it on, and then five minutes in, I'd realize this is going to be three hours of Berman saying back, 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 <laughs> That's back, say. and then just yeah. <laughs> you know, go to doing something else. I'd leave it on, but I would go to do something else. Oh, well, so uh, but clever. now I, I find it great. I, I think it's excellent.
3: If I just said to you, what's your hunch? I'm not going to hold you to it. If you had a hunch as to who's going to win this tonight, who would you say?
4: I got a little vibe on Adley. I just, oh, I love really? the guy, man. I really think he's switch hitting Buster Posey. And I know that that, that neither Buster Posey nor Adley has shown uh, like obscene uh, power, but you get in a home run derby and guys can surprise you too. I think we tend to kind of judge off a of body type and be like, Oh, well this guy's not going to be the guy to do it. You know, type of thing. And look, Pete Alonso's become the God of it. And yes, he, he fits the stereotype of it. So I understand the inclination for that. But there's been guys in the past that don't kind of meet the mold of what a you know home run hitter would be that could win it. So if you're if you're going for a gut hunch and asking where I'm at there, it's definitely Adley.
3: Yeah, is Mookie the smallest player to ever participate in this? Pete Alonso has won two of these already. He goes for a third tonight. I have a hunch as to I think I'll, I'll save it for later in the show with Kelly. I do I do a segment. Let me take this opportunity to ask you a bunch of uh baseball questions heading into the post-all-star break. And it's just sort of a mid-season heat check on stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, here we go. We start with the National League Cy Young will go to ultimately. Spencer Strider. Yes. Say it again. Spencer Strider. I agree completely. You can still get Spencer Strider at 6-1. to one. I completely agree. I, I also think he's got a shot at 20 wins, right? Which is, you know, playing for the Braves. He's just unbelievable. What are he eleven strikeouts and one walk the other night? Uh, just incredible.
4: He's, he's unreal. And like you know, I've talked about how I'm not I'm not a big wins guy. You know that, but I still love a gaudy record. So yes. if you're talking like twenty and five. That's hot, right? Like yeah. everything else is going to be there to sh- say that his stats are there. I'm not voting for somebody because they're 20 and five, but that's just cool. It's, it's a little icing on top of the cake that I know is team dependent without a doubt. But a but a big win total with a single digit loss total still looks cool.
3: It's just cool. And, and, what I, and I think the way I want to say this, first of all, I don't understand the difference in pricing between Strider and the gallons of the world. I don't. And the thing about the wins is no one likes analytics more than Paul and I do. But it's almost like the pendulum, let's see if you agree with this, it's almost like the pendulum has swung so much on wins and losses that to get 20 wins might strangely be this cool thing now where we're like, oh, Andy had 20 wins? That is out, you know, like it's this new, it's almost like retro cool
4: and it can, yeah. And it could almost be a proxy for volume too, yes. right? Like you were going six plus in all your games. Now with that Braves team, you might only have to go five pretty consistently to get the dub because they take care of you. But that's, that's the thing about wins that I think even some of the stathead folks don't really understand why it had value back in the day is because you threw eight innings at a minimum. You, you you were basically run off the team if you couldn't go eight plus every time out. So your record did give some indication of how you pitched. The reason there was the pushback in the recent era here is because as we moved to five inning six inning pitchers, there was a lot more volatility. So trying to tell me that somebody's 18 wins meant that they were automatically good, even though they had a 470 ERA versus a guy who had six wins, but had a 320 ERA that that's where the pushback comes from. But I think with today's game being such a five and die five innings and you're out, you can get a little something from wins. you should always look at other stats. But I do think like a, a 20 win season is going to be an indicator of a particular amount of volume that you're going to get to
3: the New York Yankees will miss the playoffs. Yes or no?
4: Yeah, I think so. I'm, I'm not I'm not I wasn't too bought in on this team coming into the season. Now they're going to get Rodon back. That's really nice. I just I, I don't. I don't really see where the offense is coming together, even getting Judge back, right? We've seen them without judge. They've been a complete nightmare. He'll come back and obviously he'll help, but what coalesces around him and who are they going to go out and get to? Cause you can talk trades and all that, but who exactly are they going to go out and get? So yeah, I, I, I think they are going to come up a bit short.
3: It is. It, what is amazing about them is that first of all, one game out of a playoff spot currently mm-hmm. one game out of a playoff spot and somehow only seven losses in, you know, out of the AL East lead, which, if you think about who they're running out there every night, you know, five, six, seven, eight, nine hitters, six, seven, eight, nine specifically, where you're like, yeah. how are they doing this? Like, do you view this as Brian Cashman malpractice to some degree?
4: I know there's a lot of Yankee fans that absolutely do. I, I definitely think that uh, they've taken some turns that I wouldn't necessarily agree with. I think Cashman is a really good GM on the whole, and his credentials are there, but. They haven't won in quite a while. They have all the resources in the world times a million. So yeah, I think you got to start looking inward a little bit and saying like, why, why aren't you the behemoth? Why, why is Tampa Bay and and Baltimore very clearly ahead of them right now in terms of how we feel about those three teams going forward, even the Rays, though, obviously they're coming back to the pack. You can't hemorrhage an ACE every six weeks and, and, stay afloat. Uh, The Rays are learning that. But yeah, I I do wonder if the Yankees have to start looking inward and realizing that, hey, certain things that we do are not getting it done uh, to where we're fighting and scrapping every year. Uh, Yes, it's a hard division, but they're supposed to be the powerhouse.
3: The Miami Marlins, who currently have the second best record in the National League, the fourth best record in all of baseball, will miss the playoffs. Yes or no?
4: I don't think so. I think the pitching is going to hold them. I, I really do. And, you know, they've got some hitting would love to see them go out get a hitter or two. They don't have to go big. I mean, they can go big though, too, if they want If they want to get a guy who isn't just like a rental and they get something a bit more substantial and they trade a big arm. I think that's on the table for them too. But yeah, I think that they've banked enough here and their pitching is so strong that it can cover the fact that the hitting is still pretty weak.
3: Yeah, I'm looking currently to see, uh, to make the playoffs, to miss the playoffs. Yankees plus 130 to miss the playoffs. Yankees plus 130 of the teams we just mentioned. Uh, and the uh, Miami Marlins plus 190 to miss the playoffs. So it's always, of course, yeah. price dependent.
4: Exactly. It is going to be price dependent. I, I, don't think I, I don't think I want to jump on that for the Marlins. I mean, that's not a bad number, but I just, I really like this pitching. And pitching can paper over offensive deficiencies i think better than the than the inverse uh, a great uh, hitting lineup papering over pitching trouble i think it's tougher and i think that's what cincinnati's going to run into if they don't figure out something with some arms and i love what they're doing i hate to be the wet blanket on them but i'm just nervous with who they're running out the the Pivot point there would be if green and Lodolo come back in August and they're just good to go. And then they add two studs to go with Abbott. Who's been pitching. Well, that's still only three fifths of a rotation. I don't know why Graham Ashcraft sucks, but yeah, I do think the Marlins with pitching over hitting have a better opportunity than, um, uh, than, than the reds. Although the reds have an easier division,
3: rapid fire. Shohei Otani remains a member of the angels throughout the rest of this year and into next season. True or false. I,
4: I, I think so. I do too.
3: Ellie Dela Cruz overtakes Corbin Carroll and becomes the national league rookie of the year. Ooh, I see your expression.
4: Oh man, that's so tough. I mean, obviously if he continues to play like this, yes, I don't think he's going to continue to play like this though. That that's, that's really the thing because there is still the swing and miss and no, I, I don't think so. I love what he's doing though.
3: The most surprised team, at least as we view it right now, to make the postseason both the american league and national league will be it's a little open ended but i mean surprise conventional
4: wisdom miami miami i think would be the biggest surprise of all and then maybe um, in, like, the American League, if you're talking, like, probably the Angels, because now they've fallen down and Trout's out. So I think they'd be a pretty big surprise to make it. By the way, quick quick correction, Otani will just be, he'll be a free agent after this year. So you said he'll be on the team this year and next. I yeah. don't know if he'll be on the team next year. You don't know if he'll be
3: next year. Okay.
4: It will, no, he's a free agent after this year. No, so I understand
3: the, the, that. But I'm, for me, yeah. for me, I think for sure this year, I actually think he sticks around for next year, too. I could be wrong
4: about that. They should, but I now, don't know.
3: If it's not the Angels, closing question. If it's not the Angels next year, who will it be?
4: Dodgers. Take the easy answer. You think
3: he wants to play there? You want I think the big when stage?
4: Get, when you get thrown enough money, yeah, I don't think he's afraid of the big stage at all.
3: Okay. All right. Paul Spore, everybody. Enjoy the Derby tonight. Enjoy the All-Star Game, sir. Thanks, Gil. Take care. Paul Spore at Spore, graphs where you can find most of his work. Sleeper in the Bust podcast as well. We'll come back. Uh, we'll take a look at Wimbledon, a Wimbledon update. Boy, is this getting interesting. And we'll read your tweets next.
0: At bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field.
2: Numbers Game on v the Sports Betting Network.
3: Hey, Kelly, I got a question for you. We all know about the speed of sound, but have you ever thought about the sounds of speeding? It's not not rhetorical, Kelly. What's the answer? Of course you have? Okay. If you drive over the speed limit, there are lots of sounds that you might hear. You could hear the sound of your vehicle crashing, the sound of first responders desperately trying to save you. You could even hear the sound of people crying at a funeral because if you drive over the speed limit, you could do damage that's beyond repair. One way or another, speeding catches up with you. Paid for by NHTSA. Skill Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. Uh, your Wimbledon update, by the way, is that Novak Djokovic does get by Uber or Kotz in four sets after really having no business winning the first couple. But he does get it a, a sort of darkness-delayed match that ended today, started yesterday. So Novak Djokovic into the quarterfinals. And now, fifth set... Eubanks broke Tsitsipas, Tsitsipas broke him back, and now Love of 40 on ra- uh racket. So Ooh. three break points for Christopher Eubanks. He's pumped. The American. <laughs> See the last American standing. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I believe he is right
5: on the men's side.
3: On the on the men's side, yeah. yes.
5: Because you got Pagula. You left, got right? Jesse Pagula on the ladies' side. Are those the two Amer- only two Americans standing? Well,
3: I believe so. I think so. Right? I believe so. Off the top of my head, yeah. Uh, Tsitsipas gets one of them back. By the way, Sabalink rolling Alexandrova, 6-4-3-love in that match. The only other one going on right now in my plays, Dimitrov minus one and a half, excuse me, minus two and a half games a little later on against Holger Rune. Uh, we get tweets at beating the book Elvis Toast Patterson fan Gilly. Do you got any bloodbath stories from any bettors getting their butts handed to them Saturday night? A couple of uh, doggies came in and destroyed Moneyline parlays in the UFC. Oh, the books cleaned up.
5: UFC was awesome Saturday night. I don't know if you watched any of it, but it was. I thought it was one of the better cards I'd seen in a
3: while. Sweet Lou Finnecaro hit that 4-1 to one inside the distance on Lawler, I remember, to mm-hmm. start things off yesterday. Yep, so. Yeah, he
5: hit that. He hit Volkanovski yeah. inside the distance.
3: You, um, Eubanks yeah. breaks Tsitsipas 4-3 on his racket. Wow. Nevada Azer. Didn't know Kelly was, a gate, was in Game of Thrones, LOL. I don't know if I understand that one.
5: I don't know if I do either. It might have been my Allen Iverson walkover. Uh, oh, maybe that was it. I mean, spot-on British accent for oh, me, so that's it's probably that. It that's
3: yeah, what it yeah, was okay. earlier Earlier on. Jack Hannon. So Bob Huggins comes out of rehab and tells West Virginia that he never resigned. Man, they have some positive counselors in that facility. Yeah, that's a weird story. hmm Yeah. Huggy Bear's like, I didn't resign. Give me my job back. That's going to get That
5: ugly. and what? In, the, in the Northwestern one. Fitzgerald. sure.
3: Yeah. That too. Both of them are weird stories. Scotty B726. New to tennis, I have Dimitrov under 40 and a half. Is that the same thing? No, it is not. That's total number of games played. You have under 40 and a half. Mine is, regardless of how many games are played or how many sets, Dimitrov minus two and a half games. Matthew Mayberry. Straka was only four shots back to start the day yesterday, had him at 55 to one pre flop and added 45 to one before the round yesterday. Nice. Beautiful day. Way to go, Matthew Mayberry. What a hit. Ryan Hyatt, from Ryan Hyatt Media, silent producer of Primetime Action. I found, Kelly and Gill that a clipboard and confident wave will get you most anywhere you want to go in life. He's talking about me sitting in the press <laughs> seats <laughs> the, uh, at Summer League. Uh, let's see here. Buddhist man recognizes all of our graphic errors. Thank you, Buddhist. Jason H11, Kelly, please help. I'm struggling to find a future bet on Kodash oh, oh, crash my car to win the tour. Can you help? He doesn't know any names of Tour de France either. Always appreciate the F feedback. Uh, real quick here. Uh, can I make a music can I make a musical documentary and musical concert recommendation before we move on to a Wimbledon here again? Sure. Uh Wham. You familiar with Wham, yeah, Kelly? Wham, yeah. George Michael Andrew Ridgely. There is a new Netflix documentary on Wham. There have been documentaries on George Michael before. By the way, there's sex, There's a segment of the audience that's like, really, you want us to watch a Wham documentary? Yes, I do, because Wham is wildly talented. George Michael was. And this documentary answers all the questions you may have had about them. Um, how, did, how was it that they went from being a group to George being solo? How did he come out to Andrew Ridgely? How did Careless Whisper get written? Like, It's just every little detail of the group Wham it is one of the better musical documentaries uh, of modern day that you will see. The Bee Gees was a great one, too, as opposed to, like, a Donna Summer one, which was terrible. That was on, uh, I think, HBO Max. But the uh, the the Wham! documentary gets my highest recommendation on Netflix. Okay. And then I uh, went to see Charlie Puth in concert on Saturday night. Yep. Charlie Puth.
5: You've been singing the Paul Walker song all morning. Let me
3: tell you something. Charlie Puth, who was here in 2018, I saw him then. He was here in 2023. He's only done two shows. I saw him again yesterday. It's kind of like Sade. He shows up every five years or whatever. Um, Sade would do it every nine years. Puth is how can i put this wildly talented right like he's he's a musical savant like he hears a door creak and then he has a hit song out of it like literally right so he has this unbelievable spectrumy musical talent and yet has as the kids would say no swag whatsoever on stage (laughs) so you have he's like it's it's like imagine that barry manilow was 32 years old that's the guy so you have to sit there
5: with a piano
3: part of the time he sits there with a piano and and the other part of the time he moves awkwardly so and by awkwardly i mean like (laughs) startlingly (laughs)
5: i'll do
3: the imitation off air i don't want to do it on air because it's so ridiculous but he is so talented, and Kelly's like, you know, we were saying off air, you're like, I don't know many of his songs. You know 10 of them.
5: Yeah, you did just randomly sing a couple You know 10 of them. Of like, them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: He is one of the great songwriters of this generation. I'll go see him every time. Just, I might not, just stare well, at him. I
5: like. always wonder with, with guys like that where where you know they have or when you see you, you hear their songs, you see videos or whatever and you know they have a great voice, right? But yes. I always want to know what those people really sound like live.
3: Because it's, you know? it's still different. Tremendous voice. Tremendous voice. Um, Alright, Patrick Kvitova and Anjabor about to uh, step on the court. Remember we have Kvitova in a quarter as well. Um... Kvitova, if if not, you know, if not the one to, uh, to, you know, I should say, if, if Iga's not going to win it, Kvitova on the short list, along with Elena Rabakina to win this tournament. But she's got a test in front of her here against Shabor. And Chris Eubanks up on Tsitsipas, 5-3 now in the deciding set, fifth and final set, which would be a very solid upset. And Eubanks would be into his first major quarter final ever right now the updated odds at wimbledon on the lady side iga is still the short shot iga Sviantek, Sfjant- the world number one is plus 160 again this is her deepest run in to wimbledon she's in the quarters by virtue of her unbelievable win yesterday a death's door two match points against her she gets by belinda bencic elena robakina is the defending champion she's plus 210 Sabalenka right now five to one. Kvitova's still at twelve to one. You can still get Kvitova right now at twelve to one, which was essentially like some of her worst pre-flop numbers. Like, so I mean, that's still a great price on her. Are you surprised by that? Or is a she... little bit. Okay. She should be. She should be single digit.
5: Like she's not been playing sloppy or something like no, that. No, she's
3: great. She's phenomenal. But I agree with what Drew was saying earlier. Like, and I'm a I'm as big an Iga guy as as there is, as you know. But even I, like in previous tournaments, I would bet Iga. Over and over and over again. Not this time, right? It was an eagle one, and then an eagle with with Djokovic, because she's never won a grass tournament at the WTA level. She did as a junior, but never on the WTA level. This is the surface she feels the least comfortable on, um, but she's just that good that there's no reason she can't win it. It's just that other players are really good too. And Rebakina, still, especially with the walkover today, she's gonna be she's gonna be rested for her next match. So and Kvitova is great on grass and Keys is great on grass. So this is going to be a phenomenal um, final round of 16 matches today in the quarterfinals. But Sviatek plus 160, Rubakina plus 210. I actually think the only bet I would make there would be Kvitova at 12 to 1. Really? Okay. Because I'm not I wouldn't recommend betting Sviatek or Rubakina at those prices right now would
5: you uh, you probably just answered this question but would you would you make the same would you recommend the same bet that you made uh, pre-flop of a of with the parlay I don't Djokovic I don't, parlay I don't
3: know if those are available if they are currently available to to people I still think Djokovic is absolutely winning on the men's side and agree also with what Drew was saying earlier which is you know Djokovic's main competition here would be Carlitos Carlitos doesn't look all that great in this tournament. He's got a rough match against Berrettini later, too, who has uh, f- found, once again, his grass court swag. So, if I, mean, I can use swag twice in one segment.
5: We might not be able to here in Vegas, but uh, DraftKings, uh, plus
3: 290 to there you go. parlay both those. For Djokovic and? Ega. Yep, that's still, I mean, before the tournament, it was just double that. It was plus 575, something like that, which is what I have it at. Um, So, yeah, I mean, Djokovic is getting there. So I would not, I mean, if you have conviction on any of these ladies on the lady side, that's not a bad play because you'll get the free boost with Djokovic. And I do mean as free as you can possibly get something. So from a betting standpoint, that's still a sound way to approach it. And you don't really get that in sports a lot. But this is Djokovic's to win. He's going for his 24th slam, which would tie him all time with Margaret Court on the lady side. He's already the men's leader. Now we're talking about all-time men's and women's with him.
5: I think it's important to keep in mind too. You, you know, the rest of the rest of the week, or maybe not the rest of the week, but the next couple days. If you've got something this week, you're looking to, looking for a parlay friend for Joker. You can toss in
3: there. Yep, parlay boost. Mm-hmm. By the way, did you see MLB Draft was available anywhere? Not here. It wasn't. But yeah. Skeens ended up going first as we thought he would, as plus money. He was yeah. a dog. Odds movement last week was, like, crazy on this. Skeens to the Pirates, Dylan Cruz to the Nats, one and two in the MLB draft. Good on those who were able to bet it and cashed in on that. We'll come back. Jason Weingarten on baseball from under a cloud of smoke next.
2: A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network.
3: Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets from our show host and guests. You also get unlimited access to our VSIN.com slash picks page. Sort picks by sport, matchup, event date, and more. Check the top VSIN experts leaderboard to view betting records, profit, and ROI and see which VSIN expert has the hot hand for VSIN Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, plus 24 7 video access. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Sign up now for only $19 at VSIN.com slash subscribe skill Alexander it's Kelly Bidlin uh, Christopher Eubanks two points away from winning this match and Sitsipas has had two break points and Eubanks has fended them both off so we're back to deuce 5-4 Eubanks final set at Wimbledon round of 16 between those two let's go under a cloud of smoke in Southern California you can follow him on Twitter at Spreadopedia it's our buddy Jason Weingarten how you doing Jason?
2: Pretty good. Did you catch the uh, the odds on on the Eubanks uh, match? Uh, Pre flop or during? Pre flop.
3: Yeah. What was he like? A four? What was he a three dollar dog? Something like that?
2: Was he really? Well, no, man. maybe not
3: that much. But yeah, he was he was a pretty hefty dog.
2: I wanted to bet it, and I totally forgot. I keep I keep forgetting the, the you know the English tennis schedule just doesn't you know like I'm it's not I'm not paying attention to it. And I was like, oh man, it started. Match. And then I saw he was up a set or whatever, and well, he
3: was down he was a two big favorite. He was down two sets to one, and he just won the match. Christopher Eubanks is headed to the quarterfinals at Wimbledon, upsetting Stefanos Tsitsipas. Congrats to all who had that one. Wow, down two sets to one, coming back. The uh, the lone remaining men's American, a uh, men American, uh, male American tennis player right now. As a Coco Goff and others clapping for him in the stands. Look at him soaking that in. Good for him. You did not have it though in the
2: end. No, I I slept through it. Totally forgot it was happening.
3: Um, by the way, Kvitova down a break against uh, I think down two breaks against Shabor in the first set, right there. So that that's an ugly start for, for Kvitova as well. Um, have you been betting Wimbledon at all?
2: Very little. Um, I, I try to stay away from tennis. I, I don't have much of an edge there, so I'm just throwing darts.
3: Okay, Rojang did not win the Women's uh, the women's U.S. Open on the LPGA side, but we talked about this last week. Allison Corpus wins it, 9-under. Rojang, who I believe finished one over, still was top 10, T9. Um, so anybody who bet that, congratulations. Did you bet her more than just outrights? So did you win a top 10 bet on her?
2: Yeah, but I also had top five and uh, first round leaders, so no luck there. Yeah, um,
3: she never really it wasn't got it going.
2: That bad, it just you know, she's three starts into her career and we got a a win and two top ten. So you know, can't really hate on her, but she didn't. She was never in contention, really.
3: Never in contention. Never really made a run uh, at that at that tournament this weekend. But congratulations again to Corpus. Uh, baseball home run derby tonight, Jason. I know you love the derby. I thought you were going to go to this tonight, by the way, in Seattle. Tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. You're going to the All-Star game. Yeah, All-Star. Oh, okay. Are you betting the derby tonight?
2: Yes and no. Um, Yes, in the sense that I will bet on it, because what am I going to do? You know, watch (laughs) this and not have money on it or something. That's right.
3: That sounds ridiculous. But
2: in years past, I've bet a lot of money on the home run derby. And this year I just don't see much. You know, like Pete Alonso, not even four to one. I'd I'd love to bet him. And you got all the Cuban guys. I love the Cubans. And you got a Rose and a Dulles Garcia in the first round. So you know that's kind of a bummer. We're gonna get one of them knocked out immediately. I can't really like like Vlad versus Mookie bets. What what side are you gonna pick there? The the only thing I'm pretty convinced on is Adley Rutschman is the hometown pick, you know, because he's from the Pacific Northwest, went to Oregon State. Other than that, no offense, but but I feel like he's the least, you know, worthy of being in this competition. We could have had so many better hitters than him. So I'm fading fading Rutschman in round one. I laid like minus two twenty with uh, Luis Robert, who. If it wasn't for Otani, might might be in the MVP conversation yeah. in the AL right now.
3: Yeah. By the way, you totally faked me out. I thought you were about to say you're gonna you bet Adley Rutschman, but you went the other way. You laid the wood with Luis Robert
2: there. Yeah, because his dad's pitching to him, and that's one of the things to keep in mind. Like home run derby, really about the pitchers as much as as the hitters. Um, you know, Pete Alonso's got got the his old coach. I think he works for the Nationals now. The the guy like knows how to time the pitches to to get the most, you know to get the most pitches. And uh, Adley Rutschman's gonna have his dad throwing to him, which means they likely haven't you know practiced or done anything. And I'm sure it'll be a cool moment. But typically, when I hear dad's throwing to the player, I'm I'm fading them.
3: I like, and this is complete hunch, but it's gonna and it's by the way, it's gonna end early, or it could you know I'm gonna find out early. I think how this goes. But I think J-Rod, I think Julio Rodriguez at plus 140, obviously going up against Alonzo. It's his park. He's the guy I'm playing. Just going to, you know, not a big bet. Obviously, it's the home run derby. It's not uh, anything scientific here. But I think that represents the most value. Him at 5-1 to to win it, plus 290 to make the finals. You don't like that?
2: I don't hate it. Uh, I love Julio Rodriguez. Like you said, it's his park. Yeah. Uh, this park does have a little bit of a home run problem, especially if the wind's blowing in, like it's projected tonight. It's supposed to be like in seven miles from seven uh, from center field, but uh, balls don't carry in the outfield here, which is a bit of a problem. But uh, like you mentioned, it's Julio Rodriguez's home park. So he knows how to hit here. Um, also a little interested in Adolis garcia Garcia. Um, you know, he's, he, he, but, the, but the problem is it's like, I I like Adoles Garcia. Every one of these guys, with the exception of Adley Rutschman, who's still very good, every one of these guys is a monster home run hitter. I can't make heads or tails of anything here, honestly.
3: What about you? Here's the thing about the home run derby evolution from a betting standpoint. You can bet this so many different ways. There's most home runs in round one um, which is always an interesting thing right somebody will jack up 28 to 30 of them and you're like okay well I can cash that bet so Vlad by the way most home runs in round 1 is the short shot at plus 280 followed by Julio Rodriguez followed by Pete Alonso which by the way that that's what makes this interesting so Alonso's a favorite over Julio Rodriguez in the head to head like Rodriguez is like a plus 130 dog but Rodriguez is a shorter shot to hit more home runs and for in the first round so like look for things like that, which are which are anomalous, right? And then you can also bet, you know, the longest home run. So it's set it who who would you bet for longest home run? By the way,
2: um, well, I was actually going. That, that's funny you you just mentioned that. Um, longest distance is the prop I'm most excited about, and I was literally trying to bet that um, when when the show called to go on air. And I, I see it starting to move. Um, I'm trying to bet that. Hold you, on. One you're time.
3: talking about the distance of the longest home run, which is also a
2: a, a problem. Yeah, at the distance. Yeah. F- I'm. Uh,
3: that is set at 490 and a half at DraftKings. 490 under. and a half. Under 490 and a half minus 125. You like the under?
2: That's so long. Yeah, especially if the wind's blowing in. Especially if the wind's blowing, in. The wind's um, blowing in. Absolutely. I, I, I'd love to see it. You know, it's the home run derby. It's it's one of my more favorite events to watch. You know, it's it's always entertaining. You know, hopefully someone jacks one 500 feet. I'd love to see it, but um, I'm going under. Yeah, I like that bet too.
3: Would you bet a player with the longest home run or would you stay away from that?
2: I, I don't know how to, that's the thing. Like you can go yeah. through and see who's hitting the longest home runs. You can go through like stadium data and see who historically hits the longest home runs, I guess. I'd probably think Julio Rodriguez because it's his home ballpark, but uh, I got nothing on on which player is going to do it. I
3: like your under 490 and a half. That's not available everywhere, but for those who have access to that, I love the under on that, especially, again, with Jason's report on the wind. Uh, Okay, uh, we only have 90 seconds here, Jason. Uh, All-Star break always gives us an opportunity to just reset. Give me the single best bet that you like that's available out there right now? Maybe it's a division play. Maybe it's a pennant. Maybe it's the World Series. Maybe it's an award. Where do you think the most value lies right now?
2: Well, I was going to, uh, I was really hoping through the weekend that Spencer Strider's odds were going to stay slightly higher for a little bit longer. Um, The market seems like it's, it's reacted there. Uh, it also seems like it has caught up with Blake Snell, whose numbers are even better than, uh, than Spencer Strider over the last month or so. So I guess there's not a ton of value left in the, uh, the Cy Young race. I'd say Gunnar Henderson is still the guy I have my eye on in the AL rookie of the year race. His numbers are really trending up. He's, he's up there with George Young, uh, Masataki Yoshida also, also good, but uh, henderson three to one uh young plus 120 i don't understand the gap between the two of them especially with the orioles coming on strong uh you know they might even contend for the division when all said and done at the end of the second half
3: you think the yankees make the postseason
2: uh so hard i mean someone's getting left out i think it might be them tell you who's not making the postseason it's going to be the uh The Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. I think they're quickly recognizing the writing on the wall. Yeah.
3: Jason, always a pleasure, man. Enjoy the week. Enjoy the derby tonight.
2: Thank you. Should be fun. Don't have any uh, bets as I'm running off today, but uh, good luck this week, everybody. Jason Weingarten. Kelly
3: and I coming back, wrapping things
0: up next.
3: The numbers
2: game on VSEN, the sports betting network.
3: BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for all live bonus credits, like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas? You can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as is non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Skill Alexander. We get tweets at beating the book. This is from Stephen Vegas. Somewhere in between drinks on Wednesday night, I jumped into the Circa app and grabbed a few golfers for the John Deere Classic. One of those was Sepp Straka at 48-1. to Look
5: at these guys.
3: If you're not listening to the Long Shots crew on a weekly basis, you must have an allergy to money and four-day sweats. Who had Straka?
5: I don't know that any of us
3: did. I, I know
5: I do believe we talked about him.
3: Okay, he still gave you Because I, I think
5: he, he was he was pretty high up there in some of our models.
3: Listen, Kelly, any chance we get to promo long shots, it just doesn't get enough promo. That's
5: right, especially, especially if you're watching a show done out of Circa because it's on that right bar. <laughs> it just rotates.
3: Sky high at Better Brewer. The word, Gil, you're looking for is drippy. The kids these days have now replaced swag with drip or drippy. For instance, oh, Joe geez. Burrow's outfits are drippy, or Joe's got that drip. As in, he's dripping with style or swag. Thank you, Sky High. I always hey, like to yeah, have. Yeah, we my, actually
5: need more help like that.
3: I always, yeah. I always like to have my. Uh, how can I put this? Gilly, my modern day colloquialisms updated. <laughs> believe is how they say it. The kids say that. Jason H. Eleven. Oh, hey, Gilly. When I make my yearly trip to Vegas in October, I have a signed Barry Bonds Giants jersey for you. Oh, I guess I where this is going. I'll meet you at the sushi place to give it to you. <laughs> What's the address?
5: Yeah, like, <laughs> there it is. I know where this is going. <laughs>
3: Mike Stacks, uh, Eubanks was plus 230 at DK Preflop. Enjoy your vacation. Thank you, Mike Stacks, for that update. Eubanks was plus 230. So big dog, not as huge of a dog as I thought he was, but a big dog mm-hmm. nonetheless. Uh, by the way, as soon as I said, well, what's the only bet I'd make up there? Kvitova 12-1. to She completely punted the first set against Anjabor. Anjabor bagels Kvitova in the first set. Six love. Kvitova like lost service games to love. Her whole strength is her service game on grass. So I don't know what's I don't know what we even watched there for a <laughs> second. <laughs> so, but so that it
5: might was might be a problem you're saying. <laughs> yeah, I
3: think she might just have gotten out of bed the wrong way. I don't know. She's now taking a medical break and Ons is trying to keep loose on the court, you know.
5: Ons playing. land is 525 live. Kvitova +350.
3: My goodness, what was that? We're doing a show so we couldn't pay very close attention, but goodness. So, whatever's happening there is happening. So, now, home run derby. I mentioned this with Jason. And, by the way, again, my only play of the day is Dimitrov, minus two and a half games against Holger Rune. Um, just, just to re-iter that, reiterate that. Grigor Dimitrov, the Bulgarian, minus two and a half games against Holger Rune. Uh, we were talking about... The home run derby with Jason. That is the big sporting event tonight. By the way, you see the gold cup between USA and Canada last night. So baseball had finished and you were searching desperately for some sporting event. It was the quarterfinals between the USA and Canada. Oh, I
5: like this game.
3: What did you watch in sports yesterday? Oh, there was, there was, so there was nothing. So Felika and Will were talking about this. They're like, oh, it's tied. I'm like, what are you guys talking about? I'm like, oh, the gold cup. So (laughs) CONCACAF gold cup quarters between the USA and Canada. It was scoreless through 87 minutes. Right. Then Canada, who had been, wait, no, USA scored first, I believe, in the 80s, 88th minute to make it 1-0. And then Canada tied it up, won a piece in added time. And so it went to extra time. So I think Paul Carr hit his under 2.5. Did he have under 2.5? I believe was just checking. Yeah, yeah. under
5: 2.5 he had. Yep.
3: So then it goes to extra time. The USA has about... 50 million chances. By the way, I'm exaggerating that number. It might not have been 50 million, (laughs) but they have tons of chances to win the the soccer game. They cannot put the biscuit in the basket. And then Canada on this breakout, this one dude like kicks the ball and it caroms off an American defender and spins past the goaltender. goalkeeper, Goalkeeper? Goalkeeper. Past the goalkeeper into the net. And you're like, oh my God, USA is gonna lose this. And then the waning moments of extra time, the USA gets they equalizer, and it goes to penalty kicks, and the USA wins on penalty kicks. Wow! So we advance with a two to two draw, if you will.
5: I also saw that the so what the women's team. I think that was a friendly one, but you see, I, I did not know Dennis Rodman's daughter was.
3: A, oh, she's going to be huge in the yeah. U.S. Women's World Cup. Trinity she had two goals in that game. Yeah, Trinity Rodman. Yeah. And
5: I saw that like a day after. I saw Dennis Rodman get like a tattoo on his face of his girl, current girlfriend, or something.
3: Dennis Rodman got a tattoo on his face. Yes,
5: on his cheek. That's a portrait of of his girlfriend or wife. I, I don't know. I don't know which. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that was two days ago, and I was like, oh Dennis. <laughs> and then I saw uh, that. Oh, and then Dennis. I saw that highlight, and I'm like, wait, Dennis Rodman has a daughter who is this good of a soccer? Oh yeah, player?
3: yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, totally believe me you'll be hearing nothing uh, you'll be hearing her name a million times over the next 6 weeks okay. starting with a with the beginning of the US starting begin with the world cup the ladies world cup next week in australia new zealand uh so all this was a long-winded way of getting somehow back to the home run derby which is what we talked about with Jason last segment and i mentioned the only bet i will have cuz i agree with Jason completely why watch this if you don't have a wager on it right oh, totally. we are we are not above making just ridiculous bets on ridiculous events just to entertain ourselves.
5: Well, well, y- yes, yes. But your your guys' one bet's going to be under 490 and a half?
3: Well, I think under 490 and a half is a <laughs> – no, that's the one – I think I, if I had that bet available to me, I would make. Jason is. If you have it available, I'd make it too because the wind supposed to be blowing in. 490 and a half is ridiculously long anyway. Yeah, I get it. But you're going to sit through a home run, Derby? <laughs> home runs don't go far? But I'm, an, I'm on Julio, yeah, like everything's a wall scraper, 405, 398. That's what it's going to be, the home run derby tonight. I do like Julio Rodriguez to make the finals and to win. He's up against Pete Alonso in the first bracket, so I'm going to know very quickly, I think, how Julio Rodriguez is going to do. Either he slays the beast that is Pete Alonso, two-time home run derby champ or he doesn't. So, that's the one bet I'll have on a player. You want to do a draft? You want to do an old prime time action draft? Yeah, we're doing a draft. All right, what do we got? We've got 8
5: 8 players. All right, here's what we're going to do. Yep. How about this? We're going to pick 3 each. So there's two left on the board. Okay, we're not drafting everybody. Pick mm-hmm. 3 players each. Yep. Um if your player wins it, the other person owes you $200. If your player makes it to the finals, the other person owes you $100. Done. So, in theory, if your guy reaches the finals and then wins it, $300.
3: Right. Done? Or, I mean, we could both get guys to the finals and one of us will win. Exactly. And then, yeah, you yes. know, it's all kinds exactly. of things. Okay. Who picks first? How do we do that?
5: I don't know. Did you just start? Did you just go Julio Rodriguez? Right, I'll go i go Do I have to go Pete Alonso? I then think we you fi- do. We figure that out in the I first mean, if matchup?
3: I, if I'm you, I absolutely don't do that <laughs> so that I can have him. Um, but you won't. You want people. Okay, yeah, them? I'm going Pete. All right, so we have a head to head right yeah. there at the top. There we go, a Are we snaking right this? On. We're snaking, right? Go ahead. You're next.
5: No, no, no. You go. Oh, I you, go next. You went first. I went second.
3: I'll take Vlad Guerrero Jr.
5: Okay. I'm going. I'm going. Is is it Robert Robert?
0: No.
3: Everybody. Luis
5: says, Robert
3: Jr. Everybody says Robert. Um. Okay. And then I will take. A Dallas Garcia, third.
5: Randy Rosarina.
3: Okay, so we left Rutchman and Mookie. It's kind of boring. That was kind of boring because we left. You know a what? Lot of, I'm yeah.
5: scrapping. I'm scrapping Robert. Get out of here. Give me Mookie. I want Mookie instead of Robert.
3: Well, then I want Robert.
5: Then you can have Robert.
3: Huh? Okay. So now, do Fun. we keep that? Do we keep track of that, or we just botch that?
5: Uh, probably. Okay. I've got Alonzo, a Rosarena.
3: <laughs> you don't even know who you have anymore.
5: And Mookie.
3: Yeah. And I have Julio Rodriguez, Vlad, Vlad, and Luis Andy. Robert. Yes. Okay. Dude, what All could pink. go wrong? Going down. <laughs> we managed to botch a three-player draft. <laughs> what do you think was our best segment? This brings up a question. What do you think was our most botched segment last week? Uh, f- trying to figure out the NBA in-tournament or what was the other one we messed up last week? I can't remember. Oh, the hot dogs. What do you think it was, was a there, hot dogs? It? it was a hot dogs. Uh, th-
5: that one that one was worse because you know what? The NBA in, in- season tournament actually, wasn't very well defined. We actually
3: talked through that one pretty well, the, I, I, I think. I yeah.
5: think so too. I think so
3: too. So and what did we learn in the end? Nothing new?
5: We got the teams. We got we got the teams. All they did that all Saturday night at NBA Con, the new Comic Con. For NBA fans, I guess, which I did not get over
3: to. Eight teams advanced to knockout rounds. The team with best record in each group plus one wild card team from each conference. But did we figure out how it applies to the whole schedule? They count as actual games, right? Right, yes. Until Those group, the group play. The group do. play, but not the quarters, the, the semis. Are, okay. Correct. Oh, no, no, the quarters
5: still do because the quarters will be played at home stadium still. Uh-huh. And they'll still count towards records. Se- the semis I'm still unsure about. That's okay. the one I don't know about. We still don't. Then we come to Vegas for the semis and right. the finals. The finals will not be counted. I know that much.
3: Okay, and then they'll add for the teams that don't get there, they'll add games to the schedule, which again for betting purposes makes it impossible to set season win totals. You have to do season win percentage this year. Did hear from year. what
5: odds maker, they're gonna set win totals as usual.
3: How can they when they don't know? No.
5: I don't know. Eighty okay. games, they know there's gonna be eighty two.
0: I'm going on vacation. Enjoy. Lombardi Line is next from Visa, the Sports Betting Network.